Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. Back at it again, another week. Tim is tired. We're recording late. I'm recording on Plunder from Warzone on Twitch. I mean, it's been crazy these past couple of days. Um, so hello. Uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. Facebook.com slash FOMOcast. Twitter, FOMO underscore cast. Uh, FOMO podcast on Instagram. Go to Twitch. Search FOMOcast because I've been live streaming um, me playing Warzone Plunder because that's a new one that I've learned to play. And you don't need friends on it. You can actually play by yourself because they fill the squads in and actually my latest video is me and two random dudes winning plunder we got first place um it was mostly them nothing to do with me really um but uh make sure you go search that and also search uh youtube uh fomo cast i got a couple unboxings on there my mom says i did a good job so that made me happy (laughs) so uh i'm back here again say hello tim hello tim so we're going to jump right into it because we had a couple things that, um, you know, obviously we got PlayStation News that's, uh, you know, uh, kind of crazy. Um, we're going to do a stick, like a whole little gaming section. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about, because it's kind of cool. So I had an Xbox when Fable 2 came out long time ago. Got the Red Rings of Death. I ended up taking it, and uh, I had to go all the way to uh, Folsom to get it returned because that's the only place that had a replacement for me because they were going to give me a PlayStation uh, 3 when I did it. So um, I went, and I got an Xbox One X, and, you know, that's been kind of like what I've been playing. Uh, I am probably not going to get a next-gen console as of yet. I mean, you can't get... You actually can't get a uh, PlayStation 5, really, because, you know, it's kind of, you know, out there. But Xbox used to have this function that um, me and Tim were talking about where you could basically watch Netflix with your friends and you got in your party. And I guess it was like a little theater thing. I did not know about this, never even heard about it. But I was like, this is pretty cool. So um, I was like, okay. You know, this is kind of a cool deal. People are talking about it. They go, oh, I wish we could do it again. Well, Disney Plus apparently is working on a feature that they can basically have a group watch. So you could all sit down and me and Tim in two different areas could watch the same premiere or, or movie. And uh, I think it's kind of innovative because, you know, a lot of people are still locked down. Like Tim and myself are essential. Um, his wife's essential. My wife's essential. I mean, we're all basically essential workers in the long run. And what I was thinking about was, man, I wonder, I wonder if this would, you know, be something plausible, especially with, you know, the fact that, you know, we're going to get to a later probably that Mulan's doing horrible. They said it's not doing great. You know, maybe this would help with that because what if one of you could buy it and then be able to actually watch everything uh, together. You know, some people can't afford that. Some people can, some people can't. You know, it's 30 bucks, but, you know. Um, now, would you use that feature, Tim? Um, probably not, to be honest. Um, I mean, maybe at, at one point in time, but it wouldn't be something that I would use um, regularly. Uh, most of the time I'm watching it, it's usually just me and my wife. So it wouldn't be any reason for a group watch unless, you know, we do, you know, I know how people have that friends giving or whatnot. 
um, something similar to that where, hey, once a month or something, let's all get together since we can't or now things have become easier to do because we had to do it with the Zoom meetings and whatnot and especially relying on technology more or, you know, maybe it'll be something that we do instead of going uh, out to the movie theaters once a month or when something big comes out. Hey, let's, uh, you know, okay, who's going to buy the, the uh, like how Mulan did the, oh, what was it, Disney premiere premium, however the heck that was. Yeah. Okay, I, you know, this is coming out. Is everyone down to it? Okay, well, I'll buy it this time. Somebody else gets it next time. Let's do the group watch um, on that. But, I mean, out, outside of that, I, I, I doubt it. But, I mean, never say never. I mean, that is the thing that I would say is it, it is never say never because you never know. You know, it could be something nostalgic that comes out. could be something that's a premiere that maybe they say, hey, look, if one of you buy it, you all can watch it kind of thing. I mean, that would get dangerous because you're going to have people live streaming it all over the place. So it probably yeah. won't happen like that. But I do think it's good, too, especially if like you have younger kids that let's say, for instance, their cousin wants to watch it and you're like, okay, look, you know, you get it with their cousins and the cousins can watch it across town or across whatever, you know, yeah. it's, and, and I know it's a possibility. Some, some uh, podcasts that I listen to, they have a, a primarily Disney. They'll like once a month pick, have a poll up and Hey, here's some Disney movies, throw it up. And on Thursday night or Saturday night or something, um, whoever wins the poll, we're going to watch it, and then we're going to have a live chat as well. Okay. So it, it's essentially like a group watch, but they're doing it through Zoom or whatever, or Skype, or h- however they – they. Uh, and I don't know if they're streaming it or – So if, most of those they can't because of copyright issues. Exactly. So what they usually do is they, they record a commentary with no audio – so they're yeah. basically like listening to it on headphones. Yep. And they're they're watching it and then they're recording their live commentary. So that's usually what yeah. they do. So Yeah, ex- I mean, yeah ex- exactly. And I've noticed uh, a lot of them more so doing that just to kind of give them some type of sense of of normalcy or for or something where everyone could come together and share, a, you know, a commonality whether it's um, a Disney movie or just a movie from their childhood. And get different reactions or talk about it or sometimes be like, hey, you know, let's let's do it. But, um, you know, let's play games or if this comes up or, or whatnot. So I thought that was pretty cool. And this could definitely lead into into something like that. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, exactly. optim- I'm optimistic for it because I do uh, I do like a lot of the stuff that goes on, you know. There's a lot of different things you could utilize this for, is what I'm saying. So, oh yeah, um, exactly. Now we're gonna go into some COVID. Actually, actually, before you want to go into that, I see on here there was a big drop of a series on Disney Plus that happened this week. A trailer that came out. Would you like to talk about oh, that right now? We we can go into that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, shout out to Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Because they do cover the Mandalorian in depth, um, we I legit because they're on the East Coast, so I can wake up at six a.m. and send them a text, and it's nine a.m. for them. <laughs> right, but we legitimately um, it, it dropped, and I shot them the video like ASAP, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, 
it's the trailer. And what's crazy is, is it's so there's no real spoilers in this because I mean, it's a trailer. So if you haven't watched it, it, it literally was the biggest thing in the news. Um, the big thing that I saw was the fact that um, they so Sasha Banks is going to be in the movie. It was already confirmed. She's a WWE um, diva. And she plays the character in it, and they showed her in the video, in the trailer, very distinct. You knew it was her. And I was like, huh. I go, I wonder, you know, I don't know who she could be. We don't know who her character is, but we do see the child. We see the Mandalorian, Din Jardine. I think it was, I can't remember his, Din Jardin or something like that. can't pronounce his name. Yeah, something. Um, you see... Uh, the looks you you go back to Tatooine, so you're not shows them on Tatooine with the Tuscan Raider, um, uh, and then I'm trying to think when you see Grief Karga and Cara Dune and Grief, uh, who is played by what's his face, uh, Chubbs. That's I always want to call him Chubbs. Oh, Carl he's, Weathers. Carl Weathers. Um, he's got gray hair, so you do see some time has passed. Um, what I loved about it was the fact that when you actually looked at the very the very first opening scene is uh, the Mandalorian ship all jacked up, and literally the audio is just replaying what happened in last season. That's legit the conversation they're having when she tells him what he needs to go do for the child. So I thought that was pretty cool that they were like, oh yeah, we're going to basically just have this audio right here, and it fit perfectly in. Yeah. So um, we didn't see too much aside from them being on an ice planet and them being um, uh, on a planet that had. Apparently they have boats in Star Wars because there's a looks like a fishing ship. That mm -hmm. was very interesting to see them on a fishing vessel that looked legit like they were crabbing or something like that. Like it looked like a legitimate <laughs> like ship scene. Um, but I mean, how did you feel about it? It was awesome. Buddy of mine. uh told me about it. Hey, have you, you know, have you watched the trailer? I'm like, dude, no, I'm, I'm at work. I've been at work all day. I completely forgot it. It dropped. Um, and he's like, I'm all watch it when I go home. He's like, Oh yeah, I can't wait to watch it. Cause he just watched it on his phone. He's like, I can't wait to go home, watch it and turn on the, um, surround sound or, you know, a sound bar or whatnot, something to get a little extra. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's good to know. So I came home and wife was on a, a Zoom conference call upstairs. So I turned it on, turned the sound bar on. I didn't have it cranked up because, you know, respect for the wife um, and watched it. And it was it was well worth it watching it with with the sound bar um, on just to get that little bit of higher uh, quality than the well, TV. I, I, could, I could only imagine. Yeah, no, exactly. And like I said, I just have just a sound bar. I mean, I don't have like a 5.7.1, you know, surround sound, anything, just a, you know, nice bow sound bar for, <clears throat> for the TV. And it sounded fantastic. Um, and then I liked a little, uh, you know, comedy relief at the very, very end of the trailer when, you know, baby Yoda hides in his, what his egg, yeah, that showed the Mandalorian. That's with, basically uh, they're saying that's like the meme of the year now because that that's that's being claimed as a gif like crazy. Oh, so, I could imagine. Well, I mean, shoot, how many when Baby Yoda first came out, or have him, you know, with the frog in his mouth that he sucked up, or him sitting there standing with his coffee. I mean, that's what I saw for months. 
Yeah, um, that, that's at, that's true. I will say there that he is usually the most memed thing around. So I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it doesn't yeah, exactly. surprise me too much. Exactly. But, I'm still I mean, I'm still waiting for because uh, now they have all the plushes. I think Build a Bear's got a Baby Yoda, or whatnot, or I'm sorry, the child. Um, I'm still waiting for a uh, golf club or a driver head cover, a nice one of the child, because that's the next thing I'm going to get. Because I don't feel like buying one yeah. and then cutting the legs off and stuffing my driver up it. That seems like a waste of money. So most of, most of them don't have legs, so you won't have to do too much to it. No, exactly. but right now I'm saying if I was to make my own, I'd have to buy a full plush and pretty much cut it in half. So that's what I've, as soon as I saw the baby Yoda, that's the first thing that my mind went to obviously being a golfer. Um, so I will it have to be, wait, it wait for that. Good, it would be a good golf head. So I'm sure it's going to yeah. happen soon. No, exactly. And I'm sure and if someone actually does sell it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But I want like a good one. Cause some of them are, Hey, don't you know, they got some Chewbacca ones out there that look more like a dog than actually, um, chewy so and then on that on that trailer was that were they on a scene where they were at the cantina again or something similar to that or am i not have i watched too many star wars they go to they go to like to it's like a a boxing match or something okay that's that's what it was and the the dude that's talking but i believe is looks like one of the characters from the bar scene in the original and okay that's pro- that's probably what it is, but no, I'm I'm definitely excited for it. I think they um, will do it justice. Not that they wouldn't, and it'll pick up right where it left off uh, before. And like I said, with the with the Mandalorian, was it called the Gallery Show or whatnot uh, on the Disney Plus, and seeing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. Now you could really um, be engaged in it and uh, know how they filmed it, and it's. Uh, and the technology behind it, I'll uh, kind of look at it and with a little slightly different take than what I did uh, before. So I'm excited because uh, when does that drop? End of October? October 30th. There you go. So um, you're going to have a good we- Halloween weekend. Right. I think that's a full moon too. So, well, and I'll, it'll be a good weekend for me too because usually I actually, I when I the first episode came out, I literally watched it. Um, I think it was at midnight. I oh. stayed up until midnight to watch it when it dropped. Yep. I'm sure a lot of other people will, especially with this one, just to see the first uh, first episode of season two. So. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna have, yeah, it's it, it's something that's for sure. That yep. is for sure. No. Um, uh, so now that we're done with that, we have more Disney stuff later on. Um, we'll end with. Uh, there's a couple things we're going to merge together. But um, the next thing kind of just came out of nowhere. That's why I told Tim about it randomly. Um, so South Park um, is going to be doing basically like an, an emergency. Like, oh, hey, here's a here's an episode about COVID-19. It's going to be an hour-long episode, I guess. Um, and I mean, like... If there's ever a show that needs to do it, it's them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, and I'm sure there's writers right now or episodes in the works, um, you know, how the Simpsons do takes on it. They may not call it COVID-19. They may call it, um, 
you know, so, something else, but you know exactly what it is because they put their spin on it. Family Guy, I'm sure, will do something um, as well with, you know, obviously Seth MacFarlane um, and that crew. So, but it's interesting. Uh, def- I mean, I haven't watched South Park in a while, but, you know, I'm going to have know- to watch it. I think that's oh, yeah. something that might bring me back into it because I haven't watched that or Family Guy in a long time. And it has nothing to do with the- what it is. It's just, it's, if I've been busy and I've been not wanting to just, just I wanted to just relax a lot. I don't want to sit here and have to overthink certain things and those and them them thinking cartoons. So, you right. know, it is it is what it is. But I'm excited for it because it is new content, especially during right now. Which, ironically enough, there shouldn't be any kind of issues with uh, production because they can do that at home. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I mean, shoot, most of it, I think all of it now is done on a computer. So as long as you have a computer running the software, you could do it, probably, you know, share it on a server, then somebody else could, um, you know, whether it's editors or producers or, you know, whatever, um, could go in. I want to say they they were sending it over to, like, Korea is where they were sending it. And that's where they yeah. are doing all the final, like, touch-ups. Final touch-ups and everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like you said, as long as you have the same software and everything and, and the setup at home like you do at work, there should be no reason not to. And it may even turn out even better because if you're bored doing nothing at home, okay, well, might as well work on something and you could be a little bit more maybe meticulous at it uh, and get it out where before in the off, you know, if you're at the office or studio or whatnot, it's, Hey, we need it. We're on a tight deadline, you know, go, 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 go. Yeah. Or now there's, you know, nothing to do. So we'll see, but it, it's interesting. That'll be an hour long. So I will uh, definitely have to DVR it or see when it comes out and, and watch it. It's going to be it's going to be one that I'm going to have to just because like you said that the what they're going to address because they just who they are. So I am excited. Yeah. Um next thing we got so we I have it in two sections cuz I wasn't sure what was going to happen with this. So they announced this past weekend okay with all the news about the PlayStation five, not answering stuff, not saying anything. The Xbox 360, Xbox 360, Xbox, uh, series S series X and the rumored series V, which could be a cloud device. That's almost like just for streaming the game pass games. Um, with the rumors are just everywhere. Xbox was like, all right, well, the cat's out the bag, so this is what's happening. And they just went out and they literally they like we talked about last time, they put a meme up of that little puppet basically being confused, like, uh oh, they caught me. So they released they released they actually confirmed everything about the Series S. They didn't confirm anything about the Series X though. And they finally did. So PlayStation came out this past weekend and was like, Okay, um, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have an event. So you know, you get what you get. So they end up doing the event and they confirmed. So the PlayStation 5 for the discless 
is going to be three ninety nine, which is their version of digital, and then the PlayStation Five disc is going to be four ninety nine. Now, I think the disc list for the Xbox is three two ninety nine, so it's only three hundred. This one's a hundred dollars more, but I believe they have the same kind of processing capabilities. They're not; it's not downgraded or any in any way. So you know, there's that. The one thing that was kind of crazy was is that Harry Potter. There's a Harry Potter uh, RPG open world game coming out set in the 1800s, and they debuted it like it was a PlayStation um, exclusive, and I was kind of like. Um, wait, what? So then I started looking and nope. Uh, this is not what's, you know, this isn't, this isn't anything exclusive. Xbox is going to have it on launch, not launch early next year. So it's called Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy. And it, like I said, it's set in the 1800s is what supposedly it's supposed to take place. It's coming in 2021. But let's see, look, there's a, they already had a hint at it in June. So this isn't no big news. But what I was excited for, which they actually announced today that was actually not exciting, is so the Xbox, we'll just talk about them both right now. So the Series S um, is not going to be able to play Xbox One X enhanced backwards compatible games. So what that means is if they took a Halo game and upscaled it, to play on Xbox One X, it will not be able to be played on the Series S. Now, I don't know how that's going to affect Game Pass games, which it shouldn't affect Game Pass games because those ones are, I think they're just optimized to be optimized, so it shouldn't have too much effect on those. But I did think it was interesting because then PlayStation, after that news came out, because that news came out a couple days ago, PlayStation Today said, yeah, it's going to be backwards compatible for 99% of the PS4 games. They didn't mention PS3, PS2, PS1. So my thinking is, with especially with how popular um, the rebooting of games or remastering, they're probably going to start going towards that instead because it's so much easier to remaster a game and make money off of it again than it is to not do that and to just be like, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to you know, upscale it or do, no, just remaster it, make it brand new, what they did for Modern Warfare, you know, everyone loved that, you know, not the new Modern Warfare, the old Modern Warfare, um, so, so how do you feel about the PlayStation news and, and all that good stuff? It's very interesting when you told me before that it's going to be 99% backwards compatible, I figured it wouldn't, I mean, they would have some, but not that much i mean it stinks for the one percent games that won't be but those one percent may be the bottom of the barrel ones where it's like okay it's not worth it to to do it um but no that's that's exciting news especially uh, like i said with the xbox uh what is it the xbox one at one x won't be backwards compatible with the, the series, series s. s the series yeah. s because they have the, the series, series S, the S. Series X. The Series X will be because the Series X, I don't know what it has different, but they, they they're just saying the Series S won't be, which is the cheaper version. Which, you know, in my in my in my eyes, if I were to get a PlayStation, I would get the discless. I haven't bought a disc game in God knows how long. Same thing for the Xbox, but the Xbox is not as high of a quality. And so it always worries me, like, I'm going to get the lower quality one. You know, I'm not a professional gamer. And like we talked about last time, 
I don't have a TV that upscales, you know. Um, but you know, Tim, you are a PlayStation guy. Yep. Yep. So yeah, how but, do you feel about, you know, the discless versus the disc? You know, I keep going back and forth on it um, with the did, like you said, with the, the digital versus the disc. Um, you know, then I get on YouTube or Google it, then which leads me to YouTube and I watch one video. I'm like, oh, I'm going all digital. Then I watch another one and it's like, oh, I'm going all disc. So I to be honest, I have no clue. I'm not going to pre-order it. So when it comes out day one, I'm going to have it. Uh, I'm going to wait, like I said, especially on PGA 2K21, uh, where they had early access for guys that got it and were playing it. I'm going to uh, see how the PlayStation digital versus the disc and how, uh, you know, they PlayStation could put all the numbers that they want, um, but I want to see it, you know, actual real people playing, not that real people didn't play it but you know the the normal joe playing it and hey you know this works great this doesn't i'm sure both of them are going to be going to be fine um i'm probably right now leaning more toward the digital one just because it's a hundred bucks less Um, and i just looked at it and they are identical besides the the uh Discless obviously doesn't have a 4K UHD Blu-ray because there's no there's no disc on because it. Because there's no yeah it, it, exactly I would say the probably the only difference is is whatever uh, they need to run the disc, which like you said, which would be the Blu-ray, um, which makes sense. So there's your hundred bucks right there. Right. Um, but you know what I did like like you're saying earlier with the PlayStation Five, where it's backwards compatible, both of their systems. Um, the digital or the disc is uh, backwards compatibility uh, with 99% of the PS4 games. Which we will obviously get more information once it does come out. Yeah. Where the Xbox series, granted they had the series S and series X where, you know, you're not going to be, have as much backwards compatibility than the PlayStation. It's, it, you know, it sounds like as the of one, right now. The one downside I don't like is so they're, they're both going to the SSD, so the solid state yeah. drive. But the yep. uh, PlayStation's only 825 gigabytes, whereas the Xbox Series X is one terabyte, and the, wow, the S is only 512 gigabytes. Mind you, I have the One X and I have a terabyte, and legitimately, it's, uh, man, it's just, it's almost full. I'm at 80% now. I have a decent amount of games. The one thing I did notice was, so the Xbox has a one terabyte expansion card ability. So you can slide a card in for the one terabyte, and you can have the USB HDD support. So you can have the hard okay. drive support as well as the one terabyte expansion card. Expansion. And then the PlayStation only has the USB HDD support. Mind you, you know, some people I know, they'll literally, like, I, I delete games all the time because I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 4K on both, and um, basically the Xbox says it's better, so it's 4K at 60 frames per second. And legitimately, someone told me, like, you have to have the newest TV that comes out that day that comes out because it's literally <laughs> as fast as you could get. So, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see everything all around. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, as I mentioned before, one on Plunder today, right before we well, came and, on. 
And and like you were saying, I mean, Xbox is historically, I mean, at least what I hear, um, historically is better in the memory than the PlayStation. And yeah. PlayStation is better more so for like the hard drive and graphics and then obviously having the Blu-ray than the Xbox. So you're always going to have, you know, a, a give and take. But on the, and I think you would, be better to answer this than, than me. That's why I posed the question to you on the PlayStation, the five, like so with the Xbox, you get the one terabyte expansion card. And um, like you said, like the portable hard drive right Where on the PlayStation, it's just a portable hard drive, but you could have, you know, a portable hard drive that's got one terabyte or like five terabytes. It, there's no right. There's um, no real. Well, I've heard. I have heard rumors that if you go over a certain size, it's not logically worth it because yeah. why would you need that much game data? Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. The big worry for people was the fact that um, when you have the the like the size of the game of Modern Warfare with Warzone. They had their first update. Like when I got the game on my Xbox One, I was like, oh my God, this is going to take forever to freaking yeah. load because it was a lot of data. But now, the reason why they did that was basically when they sent out an update, the update takes two seconds. It's legitimately just bam, updated, done. That's yeah. it. So I will say that is a benefit. But like I think so, I, I looked at it somewhere. You're better off buying two two one terabytes or two two terabytes and you are buying anything higher than that then buying so, yeah like a, a one ten terabyte or one five terabyte or something like that exactly. but now now with that on you know whether it's the playstation or xbox i mean like can you have multiple external hard drives for it or can you only yeah, no, use all, one all you have to do is plug them in because i know people it's just, that it's just got a for you just have to format it from the beginning right, and then right. you're good to go I'm you sure can have it's, it's probably similar to a computer where you can put that you want to eject the media device mm -hmm. off of it yeah pretty pretty close but you know after you know everything that i've seen you know watching watching different kinds of like uh, because xbox when you go on there on the on the actual gaming console and you look at what they have on there one of the big things they sell is the xbox hard drive but i would prefer just getting you know i'll get a two terabyte because my thing is i as long as they because they, they have said through xbox microsoft has said they're going to be making games for xbox one x for at least the next couple of years. So I don't need to upgrade my system for at least another couple of years, two years, three years. So I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm actually probably going to move the Xbox to the bar so I can start streaming. Cause we just discovered today as I was, Tim was watching me that um, I can stream through Twitch on Xbox. So I'm going to try and put the camera on me while I'm doing it, having some fun, but there is so many options when it comes to them actually pushing, because I feel like Microsoft is a lot more open to, hey, throw this on there, throw this in there, do this, try that. Whereas PlayStation's a little more standoffish. We'll see how this goes, because there is rumors that they're, they're trying to be a little bit more, um, I don't know, like the, more open. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, they don't want to share their information. Oh, they don't want to do this. Oh, they don't want to do that. Yep. You know, it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, 
eventually they're going to reach it to a point because, okay, PlayStation, I don't know how much longer, has MLB, MLB The Show. They have um, The Ghost of Tsushima. They have games like that. And then you have Xbox, who has Halo. They have other staples that are Xbox only. And for those that don't know, when you play War Warzone, you can actually, me and Tim can play Warzone, him on a PlayStation, me on an Xbox. Because that is the capabilities that they do have now. So obviously they're working together on one level or another. So, I mean, I don't think of them as console wars anymore, really, because most people have multiple. They have both. So it's no real big deal because literally I'm going to come out here. I'm probably going to have both systems out here because, I mean, it's just the way it is. It's cool. It, it is what it is. I like I like playing games. I like games on both. I like the, I'll be like to have the ability to be able to play both of them out here. It'd be awesome. But or I mean, not not only that, or you got um, uh, people that game on a PC, so they don't need to have multiple games. Obviously, unless there's you know, ex- like you said, Halos, which is exclusive for Xbox, or which is you know ones that are exclusive for them. But you got the PC guys, and say you know you plug in a controller and there you go. So you have, you know, a lot, a lot of ways to, uh, to play it. And also just a FYI, I was in on Amazon right now, a two terabyte SSD hard drive is anywhere from about, uh, $280, $275 to $320. So, and that's for a two terabyte SSD. I know a one terabyte is obviously, you know, one thirty to one fifty. Right. Um, so, a, a and two one terabyte is... and one terabyte is a lot. And yeah, I I do know. You make sure you buy from a reputable thing because there's a dude on on YouTube. He travels all over the world, and it's hilarious because whenever he sees these people that sell these electronics, there's a way that they can actually make it look like there's, there's three, <laughs> there's one, or, one or two terabytes on the hard drive. But when you plug it in, it says that, but it only has like 250 gigabytes, something's ridiculous. So, you know, it, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I, I actually, oh, well, so I'm kind of freaking out right now. So someone from Comic Book Resources just followed me on Instagram. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked. That's kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, they, they literally have so many options for expanding your, your units. Don't get, you know, whenever you look the size of a gaming system, don't look at it at the negatives. Look at the positives. Look at, okay, look, you can only afford the S. Well, the S is $299. So if you have 512 gigabytes, that's a decent amount of, you know, stuff. Like you're not having to worry about, um, you're not having to worry about much. All you're worrying about is playing whatever game that you want. So that's perfect. Then you have the ability to get one terabyte if you want to, you know what I mean? So if you do get one terabyte, that means you have all that other ability to go to, you know, it's so much easy. There's just so many options. There's so many options. And when you break it down, look at your options now. So if you have like seven games you want to play, 
Uh, I want to shout out to the um, original gaming syndicate. I joined up with them. They're like a Discord that we uh, we play. We have fun. We have game nights. They have, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, what they do is they open you up to a lot of stuff. So you have a lot of games they play. They have. Um, I played one called Golf with Friends. It's the funnest game online. Legitimately, everyone's golfing at the same time. You can make your ball bounce. Your balls float. Like you can bounce out of the water. It's fun. If you're that kind of person, then maybe you want to go ahead and get the more expensive. But like Tim said, the Xbox Series X is $499. If you get the one for $299 and get a $100 one terabyte card, you're still looking at about only $399. So it's going to be about $100, then after tax is going to be more. So you're going to have more memory on that if you go ahead and do it that way. And I even know, I don't know the starting price for the actual card that goes in it. So there's a lot of possibilities. So, you know, let us know if you're going to be ordering either of them or if you have pre-ordered, let us know what you're pre-ordering and why. Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram. Let us know. Have some fun. Um, now, we have a couple more things. Actually, it's kind of light. I was catching up on the, on the game. Um, this one's actually kind of crazy. So, Doom Patrol got a renewed for season three at hbo i still haven't finished the season because i'm kind of behind a little bit um but i do truly enjoy the show it's a great show um it it's one that's kind of i don't know i have to take it in spurts be just because it i don't know i i can get kind of tired of it I'm not saying it's bad it's just it's very intense the entire time you watch it so it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, well, you know, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. I'm going to, you know, come back to it. No worries. But I'm back at it um, since I finished most of my other stuff. I need to finish Blown Away, which is a glass-blowing um, uh, 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 show on Netflix. It's pretty awesome. I actually like it a lot. Um, once I finish that, then I will go ahead and do that. But... How do you feel, Timothy, about this new network? Because apparently there's a lot of changes happening with um, HBO. Um, how do you feel about, you know, the way they're, remove, they're renewing, you know, shows? I feel like HBO has been kind of lenient, you know. It's been weird. We have a show we're going to talk about in a minute that kind of got a bad rap because they, I don't know, they... They just kind of, I don't know, it felt bad. You know, we'll talk about it in a minute. But, you know, HBO feels like they're kind of, hey, let's go ahead and, you know, we'll rock it out. We'll do that. And then we'll see what happens. Because I don't know what kind of reviews they're getting. Because it can't be phenomenal, phenomenal ones. Because, you know, I haven't heard nothing about it. You don't see nothing on, you know, on anything. All I see stuff on is uh on our facebook page about doom patrol because jeremy likes likes the show a lot so um i mean how do you feel about that show or any show that's gotten renewed lately and you know i mean how do you feel about it well i wonder if hbo max with it kind of being new and or newer and the push on that that you know maybe they're just casting a, a wide net out there and Hey, let's see what happens. Let's see, uh, you know, what the reviews on it. 
And if it works, great. Let's take it and run. If not, well, you know, we tried and, and gave it our, our best uh, effort and move on from there um, with it being, you know, on H, you know, everyone knows HBO. Um, so, you know, you have that backed behind it. And I, you know, it's, you know, let's see how kind of how where it goes from there, to be honest. Um, I know the so, I mean, the one that, that I'm looking forward to watch on it is that um, what do they call it? Action Park or a lawsuit action oh, park or whatever that uh, one is. Class class action class park. action park. Yep, there yeah. you go. I got that one saved on the favorites and probably will watch it um, this weekend. So, um, but yeah, I think they're just in, in my opinion just casting a wide net and hey, we're new, come to us. If you do well, we'll re up it. If not. Well, we, at least we gave you a chance, and you can't say we didn't. That is true. Um, I I do feel like I do feel like they're like. So we'll just talk about it now. So there was a show called Stumptown. I truly enjoyed it. It was a different show. It had Colby Smolders in it. Um, she played a, a veteran that basically um is like a private eye now or something like that it's hard it's it was it was it was i liked it but it was different and apparently this is what's crazy so it got renewed for a season two and it was like all right awesome everything's good to go but then all of a sudden they're like oh no you're not renewed you're canceled and it came to light that the reason why they got canceled was because they flat out told them here, look, um, you, um, you are basically not viable because of COVID because you took so long to go back to production. And I did make a comment. I posted something, but somebody was like, well, it's not the first show to this happen to. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's the first show to get renewed and then canceled in the same year. That's not, you know, that's not like, oh, yeah, that's just commonplace. You know, it just happens all the time. That doesn't happen all the time. I was shocked because I was kind of like, wait, this is not something that normally happens. What happened? Why did it happen? And we still, you know, they, they kind of made it a vague thing like, oh, yeah, it was because of this and because of that. But, I mean. Yeah, no normally when you would hear it, it would be, oh, it's delayed or delayed indefinitely. Um, yes. Or, or hey, uh, we, we started filming again. We were hoping to have season the next season out by this time, but with delays and everything, it's not going to come out until this time. But, hey, we started uh, slowly getting people back on set and started filming. Um, yeah. Like, a, what was it, last week with, with Shameless and whatnot, saw that they were starting to film. Or, like you said, with this one getting renewed and then canceled, it's interesting how that came about. Why would you even go through if it got renewed? That means you would have to go through, you know, I'm assuming like whether it's contract negotiations or there was some type of negotiation there to get it renewed. And then all of that just goes down the grant drain and canceled. And like you said, I think it is the first one where it did get renewed and then canceled due to um, the times that we're in. Like I said, most of it is just um, delayed or delayed indefinitely or 
you know, they're yeah, not, not that, saying canceled per se, but it's like, okay, well, I don't think this is going to come back anytime soon. Yeah, it was legit. Like, yeah, I, I, it was, it was just kind of a shock to me. Like, I didn't watch a bunch of episodes, but I watched a few. It had a good premise. It had um, uh, Jake, Jake, it was a Jake Johansson, the guy that was on uh, uh, New Girl. I, you're. You would see him. I, I you couldn't know, tell you. I really, really like him, and you know, maybe it's got that curse where you go to a second sitcom, and all of a sudden, it's you know, it is what it is. Um, but we'll see. You know, I'm hopefully, 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 it's not the end. The end. But I thought we'd bring it up. Um, we also got the news for all you TikTokers out there. Um, you're not probably going to lose it because Oracle just purchased TikTok. Now, if you Tim, do you ever get on TikTok? Um, no, I don't even think I even have a profile or anything on it. Okay, um, so TikTok's pretty funny, and they got some funny videos that you know. Um, yeah, Sarah and I will will share with each other, and we'll sit there and watch them for a little bit and go, "Oh, this is funny. This is you. This is you." But they have legitimate things like, uh. They're, the way that they market, like legitimately, whenever I get a video, it's legitimately something that like, oh, hey, I don't know how they know, but I like this kind of stuff. You'd be interested in? Exactly. Like they are so good at listening to my phone calls. I'm th- pretty sure. So, Well, I mean, it was what a Chinese company that did it. So now maybe well, it won't, but it won't here's, be as bad because it's Oracle. No. Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the problem they had, for those that don't know, it wasn't because it was a Chinese company that there was a problem. The problem is, is that the laws in China allow for companies, or sorry, for the government to demand that a company give over information about its users from its database. So the American government was afraid, like, look, all these kids are using this stuff. They're probably even giving out their parents' Wi-Fi password, or people can hack into their information. And so people are like, oh, this that's being so racist. No, no, it's it's a legitimate thing because China, you know, they want to get a, the foot up on people. I'm like, I'm not going to blame them. Our government probably does the same thing to them whenever they can. It's just it's a, a, a game of cat and mouse all over. So that's why the, the U.S. government warned Trump. Like, look, they can legitimately. What if a, a government official's kid has it? You know, what happens yep. then? So exactly. And it was interesting that Oracle won because before, remember, it was all Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft. And now um, when Microsoft backed out and I couldn't figure out why it was weird. I was like, okay, it is what it is. They backed out in the the reason to do it. But Oracle, the thing that I like about TikTok, too, is they, they do great ad placements to where it legitimately looks like it's uh, a like a regular TikTok. And then all of a sudden you look and it's like, oh, no. This person's just like a like an actual person getting paid to advertise this product, and I'm like, this is this is per- pretty legit. Like yes. I was, I was surprised by some of the videos that I saw because there were, you couldn't tell whether or not it was an advertisement or if it was, you know, an actual oh, some, talk person, someone doing a video. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what, Oracle this past couple of years have done uh, chilled out some good money because San Francisco Giants Park is now Oracle. Um, obviously Oracle Arena, I don't think is Oracle anymore that the Warriors played at. I can't remember when that contract no, is they, up or what they, they sponsor the new arena too. 
probably um i mean not naming rights but um but you know some some aspect of it and now they bought TikTok. So I mean, granted, it's a multi-billion, maybe even trillion-dollar company. And not even just that. People got to remember too. There's a lot of companies that own stuff that you don't know about. Because yep. Let's tell the story real quick. Since it's football time, we're gonna talk about football in a second. But my favorite story ever is so we're Disney people, so we know. And Oswald the Rabbit came back to Disney, um, probably what like seven, ten years ago. Something like that. So basically what people don't know is what happens is it's so Walt Disney created Oswald the rabbit when he was working for another company. And for, for those that don't know on this aspect, if let's say for instance, you work for Apple directly and you develop this new headset piece that is better for your ears, whatever. If you create it while you're working at Apple on Apple's time, that's Apple's product. And that's what happened. Walt Disney lost the rights to Oswald the Rabbit because he went to the company he made it for. Well, down the road, you know, 10 years ago or so, somehow NBC bought a company who owned the rights to Oswald the Rabbit. And the reason why I found this out was because Al Michaels all of a sudden was on ABC. And and Al Michaels said in an interview, he goes, someday I'm going to be an answer in Trivial Pursuit because they traded me for Oswald the Rabbit. So NBC uh, uh, traded Al Michaels, no, sorry, ABC traded Al Michaels to NBC for Oswald the Rabbit. So that is why Al Michaels is on NBC now. Obviously, he's an amazing commentator, but it was a move, you know. And so a lot of people don't know, like, other companies own so much. So Oracle may have something in store. Maybe they want to have something, like, in some sort of – I've heard of a lot, a lot of places will buy a program like this to create something for sports venues, you know, um, I heard the was it the Wizards, I think, were entertaining the idea of having a betting system inside the arena. Like you could go and get an app that only worked inside the arena where you could bet on the games and they would have little bets like who's going to make the next three pointer and stuff like that. You know, so there's just so many ways they could use TikTok for a different thing that you would never think of that in reality, they might just be buying the technology and not the actual program at all. So we'll see soon enough because people like that don't uh, hesitate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and actually, um, when that happened with, um, well, the Al Michaels trade, that was in 2006. 2006, so 13. Yes. No, 14 years ago. 14 years ago. That was, that was, that was a while. Yep. But yeah, no, you, you were right. That is um, interesting that. You know, a cartoon rabbit got traded for a uh, commentator. So it's interesting to say the least. Um, yeah. Another thing that happened that I was kind of shocked about. Um, I don't even know how to put this, but because it changed, it changed today. Um, so before we started like getting our plans together, Tenant was refusing. Um, to release their numbers. And people are like, how are we supposed to plan for this? How are we supposed to, like, wh- what does this even mean kind of thing? So what ended up happening, though, is everyone was like, oh, you know what? This is just, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, just, it was a bunch of garbage. What ended up happening was they ended up making, like, $200 million worldwide. And 
I don't know why they were hiding it. I don't know what the deal was. I just know that people were kind of like, you know, this is just kind of what it is. So I just wanted to mention it. They made something like $200 million. Um, and it was kind of, I don't know, man, it was different. It was, it's, it's a different time. It's every, everything is just changed. And I'm kind of like, you know, you don't, you don't know how to react. You don't know what to watch. You don't know what not to watch. I'm, I am laughing. Uh, and basically they're, they're kind of, I don't know. I think everybody is kind of trying to test everything out. You know what I mean? Like they honestly don't know like what to do. It's, it's weird. Cause all these movies we're going to find out, you know, let's just talk about it now. So tenant posted, you know, good numbers. And then now they're postponing wonder woman 84 to they, they said December, but I mean, are we sure that's going to happen now? Are they postponing it because they want more action in theaters or is it, it's gotta be something to do with that. Or it has something to do with the fact that maybe something is, they had to change know. something in it, maybe with I I I don't know. It, it's interesting that, like you said, delayed to December. And what I've noticed recently on some watching TV and some of the you know new movies coming out, it's like, oh, hey, movies. And at the end, it won't really have a date, but it'll say you know in theaters, like when theaters open or or something to that aspect. I'm like. Okay, so they're pushing it, but they just don't know. It's kind of like, hey, when theaters open, don't forget about this movie because it'll be there if you want to go. So I, I, I don't know, but it's interesting that. And I mean, the thing is, nowadays you could delay anything, and I shouldn't say blame it, but you know, say because of the pandemic or anything like that. And it's like, okay, well, how how are you going to get mad at that? So. Exactly. So they deleted that one, and then now they're also talking about they're looking for a new date um, for uh, Black Widow too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know that they want the 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 superhero um, your the superhero stuff is kind of I don't know. Like I guess we've had a kind of a lull. So, you know, you know, we haven't had anything, you know, the year we haven't had any movies. And so, I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful that they're going to start releasing some stuff in the theaters. I know uh, Sacramento area, they released some stuff. Some movies were out there. I know Nevada was also, you know, a lot of the areas are starting to slow down. Um, so, you know, we will see what happens. Um, we'll go into more of the other stuff you talked about reopening in the Disney pile today, but uh, uh, let's take a brief segment to talk about football. So football's back. Um, how did you feel about the first week of football? And we don't, we don't, we, we do not get political in this one. We're not going to talk about it. Um, I am appreciative that we did. I didn't see any negative things about what the players were doing. Cause I believe them being able to wear the things in the back of their helmet was awesome. Also uh, they had, um, uh, they had what was it? The guy from the 
Steelers. Villanueva. Yes, and he had yep. a military, an African American man who military died in combat, sa- yep. saving a bunch of people. Who's up for the highest rank you can, uh, highest award you can get in the military. Yep. Um, they, he wore his name, so you got a little diversity of heroes and people who were wrong. Um, but I didn't. I don't know if it was because we were so desperate for football. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I saw that somebody else did that um, as well, where a team. Um, came out and said, okay, we're all going to wear this person's name on the back of our helmet. And then Villanueva kind of strayed from that and, yeah. and, and did it um, on his own. Like I said, you know, you know, good for him, whatever on that, like it's not political or anything like that. Um, but on, on seeing that the, the coach and everyone was behind him and said, Hey, you know, that's good for him. You know, he didn't get punished or anything like that um, or fined or whatever it is. Which I, did, I didn't think they would give him a punishment, but I guess they were people were waiting for him to get punished for it. And I was kind of like, well, and it could be one of those weird punishments where, you know, say everyone having the same name on the back of the helmet, which is part of the uniform right. would be OK. That's approved. But you went outside of that, even though it's still a name. You're going to get fined because it and wasn't I was, approved. I was kind of shocked because he did get some uh, some flack last year because – so there was a misunderstanding. So the Steelers stayed in the, the tunnel for the Pledge of Elite – the, the, the National Anthem. And he was just standing in the tunnel, and they ran up with cameras with them. Uh, you know what I mean? And, yeah, no, exactly. And that one, they blew that complete – I mean – he wasn't. He just wandered out. He thought the team was behind him. He didn't think they stopped, it, and it, he it, just kept walking. And then when the national anthem came on, he stopped. So, yeah, and I mean, yeah, he stopped and saluted because he's a veteran, and that's you know what he he does. And like you said, so then they see him, the only one out there, and made it a big deal. Oh, he went behind the team's back, blah blah blah. And he's like, no, honestly, um, I thought everyone was behind me, but they went back into the tunnel. And yep. I didn't. And the national anthem played. I'm not going to walk out as the national anthem playing, being right. what he did, like two or three tours in Iraq. Yep. You know, that's not what what I do. Um, and they took that and 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 ran with right. it. Right. Um, but I know uh, there was somebody else. I can't remember if it was on the Steelers or someone else that also um, they had a name or the team was going to all have a names on the back. And um, he had a, a, a different name on there than what everyone else ha- had. And same thing with it. The uh, coach said, you know, Hey, that's his decision. He made it. We stand behind him. He's got his reasonings, just like us as a team have, have our reasonings um, exactly. for it. And, and, and that's the thing is I, I, what's weird is, is this was, like something that was supposed to be like, you know, it's a black lives matter thing. The same thing that's happening with uh, NBA, they're getting their image out there doing all that stuff. I will say that I was surprised there wasn't more backlash because it was somewhat hijacked by other causes, but I'm happy Mm -hmm. that it was, but but I'm not going to lie. It was a lot less. It was a lot less showy that I expected it to be. I thought they were going to go all out because the NFL was, you know, doing, doing their thing. Yeah, exactly. And, 
And the really the only thing, like I don't want to say backlash, um, but that got a little more publicity than what you thought it would be, is when you know maybe somebody the whole team was standing up and like one person knelt down or two people um, knelt down when you know they were saying oh the whole team's gonna stand and even that wasn't like it got blown out of proportion um, on it they were just like oh hey the whole team was standing and this one person knelt and that was you know a, a, as much as you know it it got uh, on it. So, but, but like, like you said, it wasn't, um, you know, I was expecting it to, as well, like you were saying, um, you know, kind of for them to go all out, especially with it being the, uh, the NFL and we saw how it was in, in 2014, um, and now in 2020, uh, how they're, they're tackling the issues with it. And the cool thing is, is what is it, every, I can't remember if it's October or November, they have the month long where you could wear the cleats and support whatever, you know, causes that you have, um, you know, with all those, whether it's juvenile diabetes or Black Lives Matter or, you know, Army veterans, wounded warriors, whatever it is. And um, most of them have the cleats. And I know uh, Derek Carr, he does the, Children's Hospital in Madera because it saved his son's life. So, yeah, yep. um, and yeah. So, I mean, you you and, have and the, that. The, the, the problem is too. There's so many different causes. So, yeah. I, I we'll see what happens this weekend. We'll see if the newness wears off because I mean, sometimes that that does happen. I mean, yeah, exactly. things things do wear off, and you know, I'm happy there's football back. Um, Even though know, only. Even though only two stadiums could have fans, <laughs> and in those, which which is funny because then they showed the fans in the stadiums. Oh no, that was a college football game. They showed the uh, a section of fans in the stadium. They said, "Oh yeah, you could have fans in the stadium. You got to be social distance. Just to have your mask on the whole time." Basically, going through all these rules, and you know, I don't know if it was the cameraman or producer in the truck or whatnot. They zoomed in on a section, and in that section, not a single person was following any of the rules as the announcer, you know, commentator, whoever it was, was going through the rules. I'm like, well, maybe should have found a better section to do that than someone that is completely breaking all the rules um, that they had in place to have fans at the stadium. I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty funny. Yeah, so I mean, it was a great weekend of football. My team obviously lost. Tim's won because Tim, Tim, team. They need to get one win because that's all they're going to get this year. Barely. Well, um, spe- speaking of that, really quick before you go, go on uh, to the next uh, topic. So yes, I am a Raiders fan. Um, Oakland Raiders, even though it's hard to say Las Vegas. So, <laughs> um, but now with them opening the Death Star, aka Allegiant Stadium. Um, they are going all out for it because they play Monday night, and it's actually the um, 50th anniversary of the league's first Monday night football as well. So you got a new multi-billion-dollar stadium opening up in with, Sin City with no, with no fans, with, with, with no with fans no, in it. Yeah, exactly. You have this brand new stadium opening up and no fans, which really stinks. But um, you know, it's going to be a huge you know, as much as they can, a huge celebration of it. 
Uh, they're going to ESPN's going to be, you know, hosting a, a what do they call it? A virtual celebration. Current former players of the Raiders, famous Raider fans, various celebrities, musicians, yada yada. Um, then the telecast will open up with Tim Brown narrating a piece about the Raider Nation relocation to uh, Las Vegas. Profiles of the new stadium were aired throughout the game, and this is the most interesting part. The Killers will perform atop Caesar's Palace during halftime. So you're going to have a halftime show, not at the stadium, atop Caesar's Palace. So um, it it stinks. I just wish they could have had fans there to open up the stadium. I mean, the Raiders needed a new stadium for a long time. I mean, they were in Oakland, moved to Los Angeles, came back to Oakland, Tried to do um, get a stadium in Oakland. Um, the mayor kind of, uh, in my opinion, hosed them on that. So they said, if you're not going to do it, we're going to go elsewhere. And here they are in Vegas with the brand new stadium. And uh, Vegas has got a, a brand new team. So they got they got hockey there. Now they got a uh, football team. So I wonder how much longer until uh, basketball. basketball and baseball. Yeah, I'm pretty sure basketball is pretty close because they already have an arena there for basketball. Yeah. So um, well, and I know in baseball when they uh, installed Mount Davis at Oakland, the A's played um, in Vegas for their home games um, as well at that time. So it was just interesting. I saw that come up since that'll be, um, with it being Thursday, Thursday night football, uh, Monday night and the 50th anniversary and with them opening up, um, the new state, new stadium there. So it's exciting. Hopefully the, uh, Raiders, uh, play a good game on prime time, but it is against the saints and drew Brees. Even if he doesn't have Michael Thomas, it's still, Drew Brees. I mean, the last time we barely won on, instead of going to kicking the extra point for the tie, we go for two. Crabtree catches it. We win. So um, we kind of had to do a hope and a prayer there. So we'll see. I'm just excited to see um, the stadium in prime time, how it looks with the TV cameras, um, the Al Davis Memorial Torch, which is the uh, world's largest 3D printed um, object. So that's pretty cool. And the torch is not going to use any type of gas for the flame. It's going to be some completely new technology, hologram-ish like um, for for the torch. So it's not going to run on propane or natural who's, gas or anything Who's like lighting that. the torch? Who's lighting the torch this weekend? Do they have a say? I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't tell you. It, it better it, be a Raider great because they, they've been missing the mark on a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. I really hope it's not Mark Davis. He said if no fans are going to be there, he shouldn't be there. Um, yeah, which is that. which is Which is no loss. Um, my guess would be uh, Jim Otto, since he's called Mr. Raider. Uh, but who knows? We'll see. I mean, it, it, uh, another thing would be cool is if they had, you know, like members of the construction crew there uh, and everyone that helped build it. Uh, do it, but who knows? We'll see. Or actually, it could be the widow of Al Davis that lights it. Technically, Mark's, yeah, it Mark's could mom. Be. I, know, I, know, I don't is, know. I don't know how kind of health she's in, though. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't. I don't know. Um, but I'm sure it'll be an, an all-out bash. I just wish um, I could uh, could have been there at the very least, at least tailgating. That would have been an awesome game to go to. 
for sure so, no no, yeah. no doubt that the, the the monday night football in vegas oh I yeah mean, yeah exactly so my goal is to go back there for the draft in a couple years so i'm i'm saving up my money for that um mm-hmm. when they, when they get it back in in vegas again since uh they were supposed to have it this year and we all know what what happened uh what happened yeah then. yeah so but that's my little uh it's all it's all tim's fault right <laughs> yeah uh, so we got two more things and then a Disney section. Um, one quick, the one of them's quick. Um, so CBS All Access is going to be changing to Paramount Plus. Um, I think this is a good move technically because they do have so many different options through CBS because CBS is Paramount and they've got so much shows that are you know on both networks i guess you could say so they probably have more access to more movies and more shows by doing that um especially with the success of yellowstone everyone loves that show i've never watched it but i heard it's really really good with kevin costner um my favorite thing so here's this is this is a a double-edged sword so we announced that that basically because they're because of covid they weren't going to do the um the normal Apple fanfare where they released the new iPhone or the new stuff. They just did a little like online forum and they announced a new MacBook and they announced a new iPad, no new iPhone as of yet. So it means probably won't be told we'll get the 12 till next year. But what they did announce was they're going to, Hey, we're doing a big update iOS four 14 and we're doing it tomorrow. And everyone was like, wait, what? And they go, yeah, it drops tomorrow. So if you haven't seen it yet, it's pretty awesome. Basically, it's almost the same, except for it gives you access to widgets. One thing that I absolutely love about it is the fact that when someone calls you now, if you're scrolling through your phone, it shows up in the small bar on the top. So it doesn't black out your whole screen. So you don't have to reject someone if you want to keep scrolling. Or if you do answer it, you can keep going about what you're doing while you answer it. Um, It also now, Tim... This is kind of awesome. I haven't tested it out yet, but supposedly you're be you're supposed to be able to minimize a video and be able to have it playing while you scroll through your apps. So I haven't tested it yet, but that is supposedly what happens. Really? That's interesting. So it'll be like a little thumbnail on the corner or whatnot. Kind of like when you're browsing through, uh, uh, or like uh, on YouTube where it you know, goes down to the corner and then you can scroll through and then yeah, I think maximize that's what, it. Let me see. Link with my TV code. No, I'm trying to, I have a YouTube video up right now. I'm going to see if it's let me do anything with it. Um, oh, you know what? YouTube probably won't let me do it because they want you to get the subscription. Um, so I don't know what videos. I'll open up Disney Plus and see if it lets me keep playing it. But they said that, and then they have the widgets, which I showed Tim the widgets. And those that used to have, like, the old school um, Macs and everything, yeah, that's they, they have, they have uh, where you could basically click on a move, like, a, like, it's a, like the weather or which, what's playing right now, and you could take it and you could put it in – like on the little spot on the computer is a little widget. And, you know, Samsung obviously has that stuff right now. Um, but I mean, I don't know how you, you get this to do this. Oh, right there. Is it there? No. Um, but it's pretty awesome. You know, the different changes, the one thing that sucked was I did notice, uh, 
that when you um when it did the update if it didn't recognize one of the apps it would remove it from the folder it was in and all of a sudden yeah it was it was it was weird like i was like where did all my apps go and they're all they're all tweaked out in the wrong places so that was one downside but i like the new setup and i like the new look um i don't know how you do the videos because i legitimately was playing a video and it all of a sudden showed up like on like my little side thing let me see if it does this i'll put my friend's video on here and then no it still won't let me do it oh no i don't know what it's doing it when i pull it out it lets me put it over on the side but it won't let me do anything with it so i don't know oh right there i think no i don't know well we'll have to play with it there's a when you is in typical um fashion they let you um they have like that little thing that tells you on how everything it does but i was excited for it but if you're not ready don't do it too soon because it's it is a pretty dramatic change so like it says you can add widgets to your home screen you can keep oh so there's um that's actually cool so um on the very end they actually have um on the right hand side the far right the last page has like essential apps so similar to what you used before but yeah it has so like before you could go to the very first page and have all the apps you normally use and then on the other page it's different okay so this is what it says to keep watch while you work to keep an eye on the sh your show while you use other apps tap blank simply go home hide the video drag it off either side of the screen so i don't know what that works for um i'm assuming it should work for this but it doesn't so you know i'm just gonna have to keep playing with it this is pretty awesome i'm actually on disney plus right now messing with this trying to get this to work because i'm super fascinated with this update um so speaking of disney to finish it out we're doing the disney pile one thing that got confirmed yesterday was does tim know does tim know confirmed yesterday yep um probably not since i was in bed by 8 30. so they confirmed um the uh, wandavision will be coming out this year 100 percent. nice so um i know a lot of people they need something to watch they need something to do um, this is one of the things that I'm excited for because a WandaVision has been one of the le less lesser hyped up um, shows. So I was kind of like, yeah, you know, we can we can make this work. You know, I'll, I, I'm I'm hopeful that they're going to be able to do everything, you know, they they wanted to do with it. So. We will see what happens, and it is going to come out this year, which gives me hope that the other ones are going to be coming out soon too. So um, we have that, and then Tim. Oh, I did it on accident, Tim. I figured it out. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> I, have, I have Netflix playing on the bottom of my screen. Oh yeah, so huh. it's pretty cool. Um, oh, it's that button. I don't know where that button was. 
I don't even know how I did it. Now I can't figure out how to do it again. All right. So what did you find out, Tim, about our glorious parks of Disney? Well, um, that there's no reopen date yet. So that stinks. But um, kind of what little bit I've been watching, especially some YouTube videos um, from some people that live in the in the Anaheim, greater L.A. area is I can't remember if it was this weekend or earlier this week that downtown Disney um, now is open for indoor dining at 25 percent capacity. And that's due to Orange County being off um, the watch list. And I can't remember what color they are. I, I, you know, I always thought red was the worst color, but apparently in California, red's not purple was the worst. Um, Dude, I could not figure out those, the flags for the life of me. Everybody, everyone was talking about, oh yeah, purple flag. And I'm like, what's the purple flag? And they're like, oh, that's the worst one. Yeah, I was red the whole life that i've gone through so i don't know maybe um the get yeah, the governor of our great state knew something more so than um everyone in the public that thought red was worse i mean red means stop it's on all the stoplights across the nation so but yeah so purple was the was the worst and then you got downgraded to red so i've never heard anyone to get downgraded into red um, but yeah, they opened and um, a couple people, like I said, that I follow on YouTube, they went and checked it out and um, yeah, they went in. I can't remember which one did they go into. I think it was um, Tortilla Joe's maybe. Uh, that, it, it was, hey, that place, that place is phenomenal. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, and you know, they have the little like um cantina or i can't remember what it is a smaller one than they have the inside one no it wasn't tortilla joe's i can't remember which one it was um but you come in you check in and they take you to your table and it was definitely um at 25 percent capacity because there was nobody um around them the thing that they did say is sometimes it could be difficult to hear because the cast members who are the servers are not only wearing a mask, but a face guard as well. Um, so now you have two layers that you got to talk through and try to listen to them. Um, the places don't have, well, it's highly recommended that you use the QR code, which most of them have on the table to, uh, you use that to see what the menu is. Uh-huh. And as in most places, um, they have a, a limited um, item menu. So it's not a full on menu um, due to them just being open in uh, at 25 percent capacity. But I'm I'm pretty sure that they would probably have either paper menus that is a one time use and throw away uh, or I guess I shouldn't say throw away recycled um, or a laminated one that they could go back, wipe down and, and disinfect. Um, so that, that was interesting. Um, so it looks like things are starting to, to open up at least in downtown Disney, um, on, on that aspect of it. And then everyone is also, um, excited, which means world of Disney that they could allow more people, uh, in it, which from what I've heard is they didn't know that it was 
not that it was being restricted um, to the the capacity because they said if that's not 25%, I don't know what is, uh, or I don't want to know what 100% is because I thought the capacity that it was at right now was the 100%. Uh, and then sometimes they have queue lines just because it gets uh, too crowded in there. So that's what people were saying. It's like, hold on, wait. If they're at 25% right now, which before COVID looked like it was at 100%, I don't want to know what 100% is. Um, so now kind of transition from downtown Disney to um, the Esplanade, which is the area in between California Adventure and Disneyland. Which they've, and, had, they've had that blocked off in one yeah. way or another. So you... You were able to go to the Esplanade, but you couldn't get close to the gates on either side. Yeah, you would be able to get closer to the um, Disney California side, like almost up to the gates. Um, but Disneyland, they had it roped off from basically like the monorail beams um, to the front gates. Uh, there was a guy that I was watching a movie uh, or a YouTube two days ago, and he brought um, his camera and he brought the uh, his zoom lens in uh and was zooming in and kind of filming through the um the tunnel under the railroad tracks when you enter and getting a little bit of main street there and um town square and you could see that there's hand washing stations there's um hand sanitizer stations which have been up for a while that's nothing new um but the weird thing is um in California Adventure is that somebody took a picture that they had the mats that the cast members stand on when they're sitting there checking your tickets and scanning you in uh, a cart of that, like a stack of them that looked like it was probably like 15 to 20 of them up by the front entrance. And that's something it kind of, you know, intrigued me because that's something that you don't just set out there and leave out there and, in the weather to, you know, deteriorate or, or whatnot, even though they're rubber mats, but they were taken away and now they're getting moved back. So, um, it looks like they're getting closer and closer. I know, uh, the governor was supposed to either make an, I think he said make an announcement, but he didn't give a time or date on it. Uh, I know when he was talking about the wildfires a couple days ago that um, and giving updates on that, somebody asked about it and that he was specifically going to meet with um, amusement park and theme park people and um, and give an update on that. Because I guess a lot of people are asking, hey, you know, aquariums and zoos and all of these can open, which are indoors. Um, and that's how like a uh, sea world and, um, I think it's just sea world is opening because they're using the, the zoo aspect of it. Now, I don't know if there's any rides or anything going on. Um, and I think Legoland is open because they're outdoors, um, something like that, but it's like, Hey, all of these people are opening. What about us? So he said he was going to meet with them and make an announcement, but nothing has come about that that i saw um on that so i think it's it's getting closer 
I saw that Disneyland uh, moved back reservations to October 3rd, I believe. Well, um, and, and they also came together with Knott's Berry Farm to demand them being allowed to reopen. Yep. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Um, and everyone's doing as much as they can to reopen using the, um, like Knott's Berry used having like a, a festival or shopping and opened up some of the park, but you could, obviously you couldn't go on rides, but you could go in the park and, and do shopping and they had their festival. Um, I think somebody else did that as well. And they're saying, well, why not just open up main street at Disneyland? There's no rides there and use the shopping aspect of it and just monitor the people that, you know, come in and out of the, uh, of the shops there. Yeah. So I think they're just waiting to open just full bore in that way. Um, you know, you don't have to wor- worry about that. It's either an, an all go or no go. But I'm surprised nothing has come out yet. And I think the uh, the governor is getting pressured a lot by these theme parks, um, especially with Bob Iger, who was the uh, the CEO and is chairman of the board now for Disneyland on and, that. And, and, yeah, like, and he's on the board for reopening as well. Exactly. And on the board for reopening. Um as well and like you said with knots and disney writing a letter uh to the governor we'll uh we'll see see what happens but it looks like they're kind of getting you know a little small things going at the parks now and i think wrapping up a lot of projects that they can do with the um uh or or bigger parks parts of uh projects at both uh, California Adventure and Disneyland that they could work on throughout the day and bring bigger equipment and cars and vehicles there. Yeah. Or before they'd have to work at night and only have a limited amount of time. And if the park closes at 11 o'clock, well, by the time you get all the guests out, it's midnight. Then you only have like six hours, you know, maybe seven hours to get everything going because they got to open up at eight, nine o'clock the next day. And they got to have time to, I mean, every day they pressure wash main street. So you got to get all the vehicles out of there um, and in backstage and make sure everything's cleaned up the next day that when guests come in, that it's not a, a dirty mess back there. So you're only getting, you're not even getting a full eight hours at night to do anything. Plus you're working under lights as well, where now you can work during the day, can, bringing the work truck right down the middle of main street at, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning and not have to worry about running over anybody. So it looks like they're wrapping up some stuff, um, on, on that aspect, why they have the room to, uh, to do it and not have to worry about guests. So we'll see. I'm still hoping for, you know, beginning of October, but, you know, I know they said once they get word that what they need, like 10, 14 days to. Uh, no, not anymore. No, they they basically said. Uh, uh, Just however long it is to get all the cast members there and train them. Y- yeah, they basically they're ready to go. That's I mean, that's that's great to hear. So but I might be uh, there's a, a museum like I was telling you earlier down in uh, in Santa Ana, which is just. uh in the Anaheim area and um, that they have a Disneyland um, display going on. And it stunk because they had it there 
and it opened up and then this COVID happened and with it being a museum, they had to close. Well, now with Orange County opening back up again, uh, as we see in downtown Disney, that this museum is able to open up, but you, they highly recommend buying tickets online. And when you buy them online, you get a time time slot to go in. And I guess from what I heard is that, um, you, you may have to wait in a line to get in if everyone for the time slot comes at the same time. They kind of space you out depending on capacity. Um, the person that went when it opened up uh, last week, I want to say, or maybe earlier this week, they just walked right in. But they said you could maybe have to wait a little um, couple minutes before you go in just due to capacity yeah. um, and, and, and making sure everyone's spaced out. So, um I may have to take a, a weekend trip down there and check that out and go to uh, downtown Disney. And now that indoor dining's uh, open uh, and see, uh, get, get a little bit of Disneyland fix without actually going to Disneyland, seeing it from the outside. So like a little kid, little kid, like a little kid yeah. in a candy store. Exactly. So you just can't go inside and, touch the candy so well let it let us know on all our social media when you think it may open go to facebook.com slash filmocast twitter fomo underscore cast fomo podcast on instagram you can find me as grizzle ceo g-r-y-z-z-l c-e-o on instagram and make sure to go search our twitch which is fomocast and search fomocast on youtube as i'm all over those now um and then You'll be seeing us. Well, depends on how Tim's work week goes. You never know. He might take a week off. We might not. But there's lots of stuff coming out. Then nothing coming out. So we never know. Um, I should be getting a new box next week to unbox. Maybe a couple of them. Don't know. I'm excited for one of them because I was. they reached out to me. Um, one of them did to say they liked the YouTube videos. So I'm glad they got to see them. But uh, uh, for the FOMO cast, uh, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you next time. <laughs>